Good evening, how are we doing? Hope that we're all well. Hope we're all well this Sunday evening. And for those of you catching up on the podcast, the replay, I appreciate you. I appreciate you endlessly. Let me just send a couple of invites just to get some people in our conversation. So yeah, let me know how your your weekend has been. I hope it's been uh, a relaxing and enjoyable one. If you are an awesome, loyal, returning, always better than yesterday interview watcher and listener, I'd love it, love it, love it, love it. If you just drop the blue love, love art emoji, as always, let me show you some love. Let me give you a virtual fist pump. And let me just uh, send a few more invites. If you are a first time watcher or listener, of the always better than yesterday interview sessions, please do drop a red love heart emoji. Let me jump in a conversation with you and personally thank you for taking some time out of your day to watch and listen to the always better than yesterday interview sessions. So there's a couple going out. If you're there, let me know if I'm loud and clear. Again, I've got the headphones in because I can't take the chance that Zuckerberg hasn't fixed the old Facebook Live audio issues. So I hope that it's... Um, Nice, loud and clear. There we go. Those will do. That will do, donkey. Some people on. Haley, as always, amazing. Amazing. Lauren, Bob, good to see you guys. Hopefully we're doing well. But before we get on with the interview, I first want to do a big shout out to my brother, Bill. Uh, my brother, Bill Mitchell. So he... Oh, get used to how this thing works. There he is. Bill's on. Amazing. So a shout out to Bill because Bill... He did me this t-shirt. Look at that. We are always better than yesterday. So Bill, Mitchell, I just want to say thank you for this. I'm wearing it with pride. So Bill's part of the We Are Always Better Than Yesterday community. Bill is always better than yesterday. He takes action. He's developing his mindset and he's taking action. Um, and he's doing some amazing, amazing things. And he made me an awesome t-shirt. So brother, I appreciate you. You inspire me daily. You're why I do what I do, and to fact you made me a t-shirt, oh, love it, absolutely love it. Anyway, so let's get down to it. So the Always Better Than Yesterday interview sessions, they're all about helping you understand the habits and the mindset of uh, successful and inspiring people. So I've been very fortunate to connect with 22 awesome, awesome people over the last um, 22 weeks, shall we say. And 23 is going to be no different. So uh, I'm going to bring him on very shortly. But I just wanted to explain how I came across Kwong. Um, I saw a friend of mine, Nick McLaughlin, um, a good friend from, from L.A. He, um, he put out a video. He put out a video, um, I don't know, a few months, about six months ago. And it was of him writing all his limiting beliefs on this wooden block. Um, and it was at Kwong's uh, life coaching session. And it was Eye of the Tiger going on in the background and, and it was quite intense and, and, and Nick was lining himself up and he, bang, straight through the block. And I just thought, wow, I can see the physical release in his body. I was like, that is an interesting take on life coaching and, and it seemed really, really powerful. So I had to connect with Kwong um, and I'm really, really pleased to be able to bring him um, on to uh, an Always Better Than Yesterday interview to um, share him with the world. You know, I, I, I love to bring... Um, inspiring people to the world so that you can learn from them too. So that's my mission tonight. 
hopefully you'll learn something that you can imp- implement in your in your own journeys. Just bringing him on now. Hope that we're all well. Hope I'm loud and clear. You can hear me. Oh, drum roll. This is taking a long time to add. Don't do this to me, Facebook. Hey! Good to see you. Great to see you. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself, Very well. Where are you at the moment? I am in Charleston, South Carolina at a uh, tapas restaurant. I'm in the uh, lovely patio. Skies are gray a little bit, and it's barely sprinkling, so hopefully the uh, the uh, rains will keep away. Amazing. Well, it's really, really great to have you with us. Would you do me the honor of introducing your good self and, and just uh, telling the, the watchers and the listeners a little bit about you and your story? Yeah, so my name is uh, Kwang Wen. I'm 47 years old. I am a, a single father of two grown children, a boy and a girl. Uh, Andy is uh, 24. My daughter's 21. Um, my story is um, I'm currently on a uh, epic road trip adventure. Um, I left for Burning Man on August 26th, and uh, I've taken my RV and I've um, done a loop around the United wow. States and just been on a road trip. I've been on a trip that I've been uh, meaning to do for several years and this year i just finally said uh let's make it happen so cool so, here That's I am. so cool what have been some of your highlights yeah. so far um you know everything yeah. um yeah everything everything about this journey is everything i've uh imagined it to be and then some um highlights are uh niagara falls oh it looks like it's sprinkling coming down do you mind opening up this umbrella and i'll uh <laughs> Okay, you know what? Let me uh, move this to another table that's got an umbrella. So, um, I love it. Hide from the rain this here. This is amazing. This is so cool. Uh, yeah. Okay, so this is a little better. Um, yeah. Mother Nature uh, technical difficulties for a second there. Um, love it. So. Yeah, so highlights, Niagara Falls. I've uh, visited cities that I've always wanted to uh, visit, um, but made it happen this year on this road trip. Boston, for one, um, New York City, um, and actually Charleston, South Carolina is a little bit of a sentimental um, spot for me because this is a long, long time ago in my youth. Um, I worked for a company that had their corporate offices here in uh, Charleston. And so it was my first plane ride, first hotel, you know, it was all new and exciting for me. And I got to try this dish called uh, she crab soup. It's basically a uh, crab bisque with the uh, with the roe. And I've never been able to find that dish anywhere else except for the East Coast. So it's uh, great to be able to have that dish again. Um, so yeah, reminisce a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So tell me a little bit about your, your journey, some of the things you've done over the years. Um, I started off, uh, in IT. So I was, uh, went to school for computer programming and then I had a long career in, um, in IT. I worked for, um, in the, 
um, IT department for a hotel company. They own several hotels in uh, San Diego. And so that led me to um, Airbnb. When that came out in 2009, I got started as an Airbnb mm. host in 2012. And uh, so it was a natural fit for me. But, you know, I've always worked full time and, you know, I was just a regular nine to five, um, you know, you know, I, I love my job, love what I did, but it was still a job. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so Airbnb for me was a side income mm-hmm. for a while. And uh, as of two years ago, when I got laid off uh, in my job, I thought, you know, I have this nice little side income from Airbnb. All I need to do is duplicate that a few more times and I don't. I could replace my yeah. paychecks, so uh, which is which is what I did. I I went uh, gung ho full time into um, Airbnb and wow. and uh, you know created all this freedom and the flexibility in my life and and so now I'm I'm really you know living uh, the lifestyle I've wanted to Amazing. live. Um, so so let's yeah. break that down a little bit then. That's obviously a a really yeah. interesting story so far and. You know what? What kind of changed that for you? You know, with with your you know your personal growth and what sort of things really helped yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as far as my personal journey, um, I've gone through some like really challenging times in my life. Um, the the two uh, that probably impacted me the most uh, were um, I was married twice before, and um, both of them I created. Um, them cheating on me and that really uh, broke my heart mm. you know it it really devastated me the first one especially because she was my high school sweetheart I had two kids with her and I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with her and um, that was the life that I knew and so the the roadmap that I had for my life uh, until that mm. moment was um, was altered um, and it, it, it devastated me. I didn't know what to do. I, um, um, wow. Mm. Yeah. At 28 years old, I, I, uh, you know, life threw me for a loop and, um, and it really, um, made me question what I was doing with my life. Um, it made me question my friendships, mm. it made me question, um, you know, if I had been doing everything I was supposed mm. to be doing and yet this still can happen, yeah. um, it's time to maybe, um, question, mm. uh, my assumptions about life yeah. a little what bit. What helped you get the answers so, to those questions? You know, I was tired and fed up of, of being, uh, self feed mm. up, of blaming myself, of being, um, lonely and depressed and just um yeah just being down on myself yeah. and i remember after three months of crying to myself every day blaming myself um i just woke up one day and said you know that's enough not another day not another mm-hmm. minute from this point forward and i just redefined um who i was and what i was mm-hmm. about and um just started making drastic changes through all the areas of my life i started working out for the first time in my life uh up until that point i actually never really i guess had fun Mm -hmm. i um i never 
drank, never went out, never partied or socialized. Not that, you know, yeah. um, I'm against it or anything. It was just at that time in my life, I just, uh, or up mm -hmm. until that time in my life, I just didn't see the point yeah. in it. And, and so I made up for lost time for sure. <laughs> so that, so that, there's some uh, stories in that time period. I'm sure that you're not willing to share. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could dive deep into there as yeah. well because, um, having that attitude, I mean, it allowed me to grow at that phase mm. in my life, but, um, it also got me into some, um, really bad habits. Mm. And, um, you know, it started going to the other extreme where I was, um, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. I just forgot about it. I'm on a uh, call right now. So, um, so I went to the other extreme where I, um, you know, partied a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. I started, um, dating, uh, <laughs> A, a beautiful young woman who just turned 21. So to me, it was at that time in my life, it was, you know, that was the lifestyle. I we partied every weekend and it got to the other extreme. We moved to Vegas together. Um, so, so all of those opportunities to have fun and to uh, experiment, I got it actually into, um, to drugs and lots of mm -hmm. alcohol. I was drinking every weekend. I was working in the nightclub. Um, drinking every weekend and um, living actually a, a, an empty mm -hmm. life full of uh, ego and parties and flash and being, you know, um, trying to be cool, mm -hmm. buying bottles, working in a nightclub, looking good, um, all of that. And I thought that made me happy, mm -hmm. but it really didn't. Yeah. You know, something was still empty inside of me and, um, when she cheated on me too, that really, you know, I tried one end of, you know, squares I could be, you no know, party, yeah. no, and, and my life still unraveled. I went the other extreme where I had all sorts of fun <laughs> and, um, you know, lived for just me, me, mm -hmm. me, and what I wanted. And that was obviously empty as well. And so I, I really had to reevaluate, um, you know, how I was living what was important mm. to me um so i got to reevaluate from top to yeah. bottom so when and, you ask yourself that question what uh, was important to you what yeah. you know what sort of things were important to you at that time um being acting like a single bachelor mm. um i neglected my family i neglected my mm. kids so um, as a result, I um, became an absent father, you know, throughout this mm -hmm. whole time. Um, I never really saw my kids. And um, that really uh, affected not only their lives, but yeah. mine. But because I was so uh, ashamed and embarrassed about that aspect of my mm -hmm. life, I hid mm -hmm. that from everybody. Nobody knew that I really was a father. Um, nobody knew um, about that part of my life. You know, they only saw like the nightclub. You know, at that time in my life, my name was uh, Tim. Um, and that was another one of my masks mm. that I put on in order to be uh, popular, well-liked, yeah. to fit in with the crowd. And um, just was, yeah, was um, 
hiding a lot of pain, masking yeah. it, um, burying it, and, and not really dealing with my um, emotions or responsibilities. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, about four years ago, um, yeah, I discovered this uh, program in um, L.A., um, the same program as uh, Nick just recently went, mm. went through, and it's just really great to see him on fire as well. But uh, it really provided the, the feedback, the mirror, um, you know, of how I was living my life, how I was showing up, what my um, um, decisions, how it was impacting um, not only me, but yeah. everything and everybody around mm. me. Um, I finally, after, man, over 15 years, uh, took responsibility for being an absent mm. father and reached out to my kids and um, asked, uh, you know, just yeah. to really clear with them, have a, a real uh, conversation with them. I apologize and, um, you know, ask them for another opportunity to really uh, create a relationship. Yeah. That's still a work in progress, um, to be yeah. honest. And but I'm I'm committed to that. And um, you know, um, was yeah. there something in, yeah, in how, that, how it Yeah, was that something in that in that program that really, you know, was it a was it a light bulb or was it a series of you know years worth of reflections? Like, how would you describe that? You know, taking accountability and ownership of that. Yeah, it was every single. I think what made it really powerful for me because I've always been. Um, I've always been committed to personal growth and development. And throughout the years, you know, I've read books yeah. and I've done Tony Robbins. I've done the yeah. Firewalk, and, um, you know, actually I've done that four or five times. Um, and you know, that's powerful motivation mm -hmm. to me though, is uh, temporary, mm -hmm. you know, where you get your, you get your fix, yeah. you're motivated yeah, yeah, yeah. for, um, a day, a week, a month, or however long <laughs> that is. And then you go back to your old routines. Um, this, what was different to me was uh, I, I got to, like, uh, it was experiential yeah. learning. So I wasn't really just in an audience watching a speaker and taking notes. I was, like, doing the yeah. work. Um, and, and doing the work was, to me, like, the first time in my life I got to um, release I got to really feel the emotions mm. and be in a space where it was safe to, to do yeah. so, to be vulnerable, yeah. to, to share, to, to be me without fear of judgment, mm. to, um, to just, yeah, just get it all out. And um, it was really cathartic yeah. for me. Um, and things just became crystal clear. Like, you know, um, the biggest one for me with my kids was, you know, there were all these relationships that I had damaged. Mm. Um, just the way I was showing up and, and all of a sudden it was like, oh my God, this is what I need to do to fix this relationship with my yeah. kids, this relationship with my parents, with my siblings, with my friends. Um, and, you know, there were some friends I needed to drop along mm. the way. Um, so, you know, as I, I became a new me, it did just didn't fit in with um, with how they saw me or how I presented yeah. myself to yeah. them. So, um, yeah. That's really interesting. So, uh, you know, because um, you talked a little bit about that motivation being temporary, and um, I, I saw on yeah. I saw on your profile probably during the summer actually, um, 
yeah. you set you set a, a 30 day challenge or something like that wasn't it tell me a little bit about that and, and the kind yeah. of lessons that you learned you know about your mindset um, at that point yeah so earlier this year i always try to um challenge mm. myself um with things that will um, create in me self-discipline that will get me uncomfortable yeah. Um, just really, that's where all the growth and goodness yeah. is, is, um, is when you're uncomfortable, when you face the fear and, um, you do it anyways. Yeah. So, um, I started off, wow, it was like a series of escalating, um, uh, goals that I had. And it had to mainly do with, uh, my health specifically to uh, answer your question. Those goals were specific for my health. So um, being healthy, being active, being fit is uh, really important yeah. to me. And I had started slacking in that area of my life. And um, I remember weighing myself and it got to be 169. And I'm comfortable at 150 to 160. Uh, I'm sorry, 155 to mm -hmm. 160. And I've been like that for the last 15 mm -hmm. years. And I thought, oh, my God, when these, yeah. these 10 pounds creep up? And so all of a sudden, it was like the alarm bells went off, and um, I just wanted to establish that self-discipline. Mm. I went on a 30-day, um, you know, just uh, beat the sunrise. Yeah. So just wake up before the sunrise and go on my morning hike. Um, once I completed that, it was a, well, let's do a 4 a.m. wake up every single day wow. um, uh, for 10 days straight. And once I accomplished that, it was like, okay, let's do... I think uh, X number of workouts for their, within the next 30 mm -hmm. days. And, and um, that was a real stretch because I remember for a week I had to do two workouts a day to keep my commitment. Wow. And I was um, publicly declaring yeah. that on my Facebook so that I can hold myself yeah. accountable. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it was a series of escalating um, fitness mm -hmm. goals. And um, in the end, it was, um, yeah, 90, day, 90 days of no alcohol, no yeah. sugar. My diet was on point. My workouts were on point, And I got into the best shape of my life uh, uh, earlier this year at 47 Amazing. years old. So I was really proud what did of that. that? What did that? Yeah. Because I imagine that wasn't easy. Um, and that, I guess that's the whole point of getting uncomfortable. And what did it kind of teach you? You know, what did you learn about yourself during those, those challenges? Um, that I have... I have the discipline mm. that I have the self-discipline to be able to set goals and follow through and, and be my word to myself. Mm. Yeah. So um, that's really important when you're really going after any mm. goal. You know? Yeah. That's amazing. And so, so you, you went through the MITT, um, um, is that what inspired you to become a, a life coach yourself? Would you describe yourself as a life coach? Yeah. Um, I, I would describe myself as an entrepreneur mm -hmm. first. Um, a, a vision for my life is to actually empower and inspire others to their greatness yeah. um, by simply sharing my mm -hmm. story. Um, one of the things that was revealed to me um, doing all of this work is um, how how valuable I think it is for, for um, others to see the greatness within yeah. themselves I think mm. um, you know I'll speak from from I um, 
I sold myself short for a lot of my life. Um, I didn't really give myself a lot of credit. I, um, uh, I had a lot of negative self-talk, um, you know, and especially it being backed up with the, you know, both of my wives leaving me that I wasn't worthy, um, that, you know, that I was a a miserable failure and I was going to be like Mm. that. Um, and it just uh, provided a shift for me. So that's one of the reasons why I created my, um, my workshop that you uh, saw. It's called Breakthrough Your Limiting Beliefs. And uh, it's an hour and a half workshop that really just dives deep into that specific, Mm. you know, what's the one or two limiting beliefs in your, in your life that um, holds you back from your greatness. And, and um, the physical metaphor I use is breaking through a, uh, you know, an actual piece of, of wood. Mm. And you don't need to have years and years of karate training or years and years of weight training or any specific kind of training. It's really all mindset. And, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's the lesson that I I try to impart Mm. with my workshop. Why is that Um, important to you? Why is, why is that center of what you do? Um, Experiential learning to me it, uh, is more powerful. Mm. So I can say, you know, what's your limiting belief, and let's replace that with another limiting belief. Yeah. And it's it's nice to, you know, have yeah. that lesson. Yeah. But to actually take you through the process of, holy cow, I'm am I gonna break my yeah, hand yeah, and all yeah. these fears yeah. and. It's like, I've never done it before, um, but it's really just a step-by-step first. You have to break through your own fears of, of mm. that. Anybody can do that successfully. And the moment of impact, the moment of breakthrough, yeah. um, you, like you said, you could see the shift uh, yeah. physically. Yeah. And um, it's just really powerful. Yeah. Of, yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. And I want to anchor in that, you know, if you thought something was impossible just a moment mm. ago, and yet you did it anyways and um, was successful, mm. what other areas of your life um, can you apply this to? Um, so, yeah, and that was actually the last part of my um, workshop is the first uh, half hour is uh, uncovering and discovering um, what your limiting beliefs yeah. are. The second part is the actual breakthrough. And the last part is the visualization exercise of, um, without these limiting beliefs in the way, what's possible for your mm. life? What's your mm. vision for your life? Uh, you as the greatest version of yourself, um, greater today than yesterday, <laughs> um, what's possible in your yeah. life? Uh, what's your dream for your life? What's your vision for your life? What's your vision for the world? What's your vision mm. for your family? Mm. So um, they walk away from a workshop with, with that tidbit of possibility. Yeah, you know? I love that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. What's um, you know, how do you want to how do you want to help people? How do you want to impact on on other people? By simply sharing my story, mm-hmm. I think um, you know, a, a tool that I I do that with is uh, with my mm-hmm. workshop. Um, also speaking engagements, one on one coaching, um, but I feel like a group setting where I get to speak in front of a larger mm-hmm. audience is um, really the, the path that, you know, I want to take as far as my 
um, mindset yeah. and coaching and um, yeah. Do you have a um, a a routine that helps you? Yeah, actually, um, on this road trip, a routine is especially uh, important because um, you know humans are humans <laughs> are interesting. We we want um, variety. Once we get variety, it's like you want stability. Mm-hmm. So it's like this yin yang of um, so because I'm constantly in a new place, meeting new people, like going into the unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, a routine is is important for yeah. me because it establishes that normalcy. So um, um, workouts are important to me. So I um, every morning I wake up. Um, at the same time, um, every time it's uh, seven o'clock and then, um, I'll go to the gym, um, you know, work out, I'll do, you know, and, and my workouts vary yeah. every yeah. day. Um, I'm a huge, uh, runner. I, um, I've run, you know, five marathons, um, and, um, you know, uh, weight training, strength mm. training. Um, I'll do, uh, I'm fortunate, uh, to have a gym that actually has massage mm. chairs. So I'll do 20 minutes of massage at the end of, um, uh, my workouts. Um, and then, and then I start my day of leisure. I have a device, uh, called a one wheel. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's really the greatest invention ever made. It's, uh, basically an electric skateboard. And when I ride it, it feels just like uh, snowboarding wow. on um, on pavement. Yeah. So, I saw you up in the uh, Hollywood Hills on it. I saw you on Venice Beach on it. It was <laughs> instant envy. Like, LA is probably one of my favorite yeah. places on the planet. Yeah, LA is, is beautiful. Um, and so are a lot of other mm. places I'm discovering. Um, you know, I've ridden that thing on the beach, in the sand, on hiking trails, in the forest, um, around the city. Wow. Uh, around lakes um yeah i, I have almost uh, 1500 miles on it just discovering <laughs> wow. and sightseeing yeah yeah that's amazing um, so. that's amazing so you touched a little bit there about being better than yesterday and obviously you know that that's um my my community yeah. i was just shouting out bill for making me a t-shirt bill's always better than yesterday um yeah. it's something that awesome. i really think i really passionate about and what i really believe in i just wonder what being always better than yesterday means to you uh, to me, it means getting out of my comfort zone um, and and uh, doing something different, seeing something yeah. different, um, meeting different people. Um, uh, one of the things uh, in, in my personal um, life is uh, I want to learn a musical instrument. Yeah. I've always had this limiting belief that... Um, that I'm not artistic, Mm -hmm. that, you know, I'm not musically inclined, but on this trip, I'm learning how to play the, uh, ukulele, ukulele. So yeah, I'm watching YouTube videos and, and, uh, you know, putting in at least 10 minutes of practice, uh, every night, you know, at the end of the day, um, just in time for you to fly uh, off to Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> absolutely absolutely i love hawaii by the way i've been there um several yeah. times yeah a, a lot of my major milestones in my life um i went to hawaii to celebrate wow love that yeah my wife and i we went to maui 
Yeah, we went to oh, Maui. Nice. Yeah, it was a beautiful, beautiful place. So, tell me a few of the ways that you're always better than yesterday. Um, oh, getting out of my yeah, comfort yeah. zone. Um, I find that um, me as the greatest version of myself is when I'm um, connected, mm -hmm. when I believe that I'm powerful, mm -hmm. and when I show up as loving. Mm -hmm. So, that's how I know I'm, I'm being better than yesterday is when I am being those three mm. things. Do you, um, do you say those words to yourself before you go into certain situations? Yeah. yeah. Tell me a bit about that. Oh, yeah. That's an, affirm that's an affirmation for yeah. me. Um, and that's something I learned um, in my program is, you know, the declaration, that affirmation yeah. of I yeah. am um, connected. I am powerful. I am loving. Mm. And, um, yeah. I show up that way uh, every day in every situation. Um, it grounds me. It uh, gives me confidence. Um, yeah. yeah, I love that. It's who I, I love am. that because it links back to what you said earlier about you know feeling the fear and do it anyway. And I really resonate with that because um, yeah. you know there are times and you know I've done twenty three of these, but it doesn't mean I don't get nervous. And you know the three things I yeah. say to myself is show up, have fun, and do your best. You know what I mean? And and saying yeah. those three things to myself, yeah, great it just Crack on, have fun, enjoy yourself. And what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, it's actually a great reminder of, of uh, getting, you know, how to, how to overcome yeah. fear. Yeah. So, yeah. so how can our watchers and listeners um, follow more of you and your, and, uh, your content? How can, they, how, can they get, how can they connect with you? Um, well, you can find me on uh, Instagram. I'm documenting uh, my road trip and uploading pictures of uh, where I'm at in the uh, United States and the adventures yeah. I'm on and the sights and sounds and people that I'm meeting. Um, so my Instagram is uh, at letter C Van Win, like win lose. So C Van Win W I N. Amazing. We we'll share it in the comments. Yeah. You share it in the comments. Yeah. Well. I will. And we've obviously got one of your coaching clients on, uh, Tony, 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 Tony Kiev. Tony. Love your coaching, Qua. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mate. Wow. Hey, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? Amazing. Yeah. A lot of love for Kwong. So would you, um, yeah, so would you encourage people to connect with you personally if they've got any questions and um, if they, they comment on this on this live stream, you're happy to jump in and answer some yeah, of those? Absolutely, absolutely. If you uh, have any questions or comments or um, anything to share, I'd, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to learn um, about you and what you're up Amazing. to. Amazing, really appreciate that. Can I just say, always grateful for your time. Thankful for you taking some time out of your, uh, your schedule today. I know you're... Um, just sat there probably waiting for your tapas to <laughs> to come. Um, <laughs> would you no would worries. you do us the honor of leaving us with a, a final thought from yourself? Yeah. Um, you are worthy. You are unconditionally loved. Mm -hmm. And go for it. Mate, love that. Team, shows Kwong some love. Reach out to him. And yeah, if this has added you some value... Um, or you feel that someone needs to hear the message that Kwong has shared this evening, then please do share it either on your timeline or in the inbox of that person that you think it'll make a big difference to. My friend, it has been great to share you with the world. It's, I always enjoy talking yeah. with you, um, and I hope that we talk again very soon.
enjoy the rest of your trip and I'm definitely already following awesome. you on Instagram and, and your journey. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave my Instagram in Amazing. the comments. Thanks again, have, Ryan, for doing this and for your No time. worries. Have a great week, my friend. Have a great week, everybody. All right. All right. Bye-bye.